prepare yourself. You're about to listen to Super Games Cast 64 with your host, Trey Mitchell, and your other hosts, Austin Guttery and Connor Reisenhoover. Five, four, three, two, one, failure! Hey, Austin. Yes, Trey. Uh, please do your special patented uh, sponsorship for our sponsor today in the okay. voice of your choosing. Okay, uh, just randomly, I, th- I think I'll do the... Spin the wheel, spin the wheel. Okay. Which one is spin it going to be? Spin the wheel. Oh, is it going to be Donald Trump? We're pretty close. Oh, it's Sam Hale. Okay. <clears throat> I'm distancing. Distancing. Three, two, distancing. one. Hey, Super Game Cast, 64. Today's podcast brought to you by Sinisterhood, the podcast with all ladies talk about murder, and they're very funny. So look them up on iTunes, and you can download the podcast Sinisterhood on iTunes. How was that? Distancing. This is a joke for like two people. Distancing. Yeah, this is really. Wrap it up, start it over. Distancing. Re-rack. He wants to re rack. You heard him. Re rack. You want to re rack this? Yeah. Do you want to do that again? No, we don't need a sponsorship. We don't have What's one. up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of all that Super. Oh, Matt said you're not hitting the high notes. <laughs> does, does Sam. All right, well, let's re rack. Re rack. Producer this. said we're re racking. What does re-racking. he do? Does he. Does he bounce his. I am serious. Say that, stick it to her. That's it. You've got it. Dan Smith Jr. is on the trade block today. Rick Carlisle said they might not get trade. It's like. (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) You want to redo this all? (laughs) Yes. Just start with greetings and salutations. Uh, Come up with your catchphrase right now, Trey. Greetings and salutations, fellow listeners. This is Super Gamescast 64 for the week of. January something of our Lord 2019. January 17th. This is the second podcast of the year. This is our second. That's right. Sophomore. Sophomoric uh, failure. That is our second podcast of the year. Well, we haven't done it yet, so I don't know that it's I mean, I'm just going to, I'm going to shoot low. Trade low. Doesn't have high hopes for this. I'm going to aim low and then hopefully we can, you know, exceed expectations. Well, today on the program we got news. Oh, we got we so got stuff to talk much about. News, game things, and game at the end things, your Twitter. Yeah. Your Twitter. We have a ton of Twitters. We got some stuff from Chris the Fields. Oh, yeah, our we boy. Got a, we got a bunch of stuff. We got stuff from Matt Birmingham, who's been coming in and out, giving us content for the show, twisting and tweaking on the twisting Twitter. and tweaking. He's our deucer. He's the deucer. Uh, Connor, how you doing? Doing great, Trey. How yeah? are you, buddy? I'm just doing okay. Just yeah. okay? Just Are you okay. a little less tired than you were last week? Yeah, I feel a little better today. That's I good. did have... Yeah, I don't want to get into my daily shit, but, you know... Trey it, ate half of a 7-Eleven pizza, is what he's trying to say. Last night I did do that. So he's feeling a little sluggish. I did last night, but today I feel a little better. Trey, what's the worst pizza you've ever eaten? I don't know about the worst... Uh, probably something from like Pizza Hut or something where it's hey, kind of burnt. You lay off the hut. Now, if they want to sponsor a show, <laughs> you <laughs> know. If you're at the pretzel bread, like the pretzel. Uh, the dippers, the pretzel dippers. No, you could get, for a while they the had crust? it where you could get the pretzel crust. Did you ever get mm. the one with the hot dogs in the crust? No, I I've, I used to get the uh, stuffed crust a lot. That's that's good. That's still carrying on today. Successful oh, on like the hot dog crust. Yeah, let's order the stuffed crust tonight. Okay. How about that? No. Bad idea. 
I'm going to order it after the show. No, you're not. You have a half a 7-Eleven yeah. pizza you got to finish. $6 for a 7-Eleven pizza. That is a deal, if there ever was one. That's actually more expensive than Little Caesars. Really? Yeah, that's really $5 is. still? Yeah. Little Caesars? It's like we'll five fifty five now. That was a, that was a staple. At you at college. You know, if we ever get invited to the White House for any podcast honors, maybe we can get us <laughs> Little Caesars hot and ready. <laughs> Except it, it would be cold. You know what? He had a lot of filet fishes. He did. Yeah. Which, no one you know what? Those. Look, can I, can I have a controversial opinion here? Uh, filet fish is underrated? No. Can, oh, okay. No. I think that was kind of kind of cool. Yeah, I'm actually fine <laughs> with it. Kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I'm fine with it. But it was fast all, food. It was all cold. There was no way to keep Look, it warm. Obviously, this is a fast food from a guy who hasn't really eaten at fast food in a while. Right. Um, like, where was the uh, where was the Saxby's? Where was the Chick Fil A? Yeah, where was that's really the most important. Now, question. look, I would have been so pro Trump if he brought Chick Fil A. People were like, "Well, that they 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 are you know horrible or homophobic." And I'm with Trump. Chick Fil A is delicious. I'm sorry. But now it, yeah, I the, don't agree with what they their like, politics. Like, but like no, I like there Chick-fil-A. was no Chick Fil A. No there Chick-fil-A. was no In and Out burger. No In and Out. There's no Chipotle. No Water Burger. No Water Burger. Chipotle is not fast food though. Uh, it's fast casual. Yeah, fast cash. Okay, guys. It's in the Panera Bread category. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, what else would you have preferred? Where's the? Where, was there Taco Bell? No, there wasn't. Ooh. He had no Crunch Wraps. No combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. <laughs> Where's the A and W? The cheese curds. Ugh. No one needs A and W. Hey, it's pretty like good. the least so, look, they could have done is taken the Big Macs out of the cardboard boxes yeah. and put them in a warming tray. I yeah. saw a picture today. Warming tray that said, "Have you ever taken a bite of the shell and thought, yeah, I'll keep eating the <laughs> cardboard box around the <laughs> Big Mac?" Yeah. So I mean, look, you know, we all love to give our president a good, a good punching, good thwacking, good thwacking, but. It wasn't like he got them Applebee's. Yeah, I'm not. Look, I'm not one look, of those I people love McDonald's. on Twitter. I'll be, I'll be the first McDonald's homer in the room. I think it's great. Look, I, I need it all McDonald's. the time. Maybe I think the presentation was kind of. It reminded me of like a, a kids movie from the '90s. I need a McDonald's maybe once every like four months, five months. Yeah, I'll get me a little Big Mac, fries, a little Big Mac. I get a little Big Mac. So just a regular Mac. Just a regular just Mac. A Mac. Correct. And then just a, a nice Coke. Oh, yeah, so what's your good. opinion on the whole thing, I guess? You, you don't like it. You seem you seem like they should have had caviar I think and lobster. if there wasn't any political stuff surrounding it, it would have been a cool uh, and kind of tongue-in-cheek funny move. But yeah. the reason that he did it was, was, yeah, a political stunt to be like, well, if the Democrats were here to uh, fix the shutdown, we could have had real food catered. Instead, mm-hmm. we had to bring in cold, fast food. Like. He's not doing it to be kitschy and cool and like, hey, here's a Trump meal that like you guys will like because I like it. It was just a political move. It yeah. felt like, you know. Yeah. Oh, I confused Bojangles with Zaxby's. My bad. They're both good. I meant Bojangles though, because mm. of the sauce. I've been to both. Anyway, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. What have you? And we got Austin here. Oh, hey, I'm I'm here today. Yeah, I decided to come in. Yeah, he decided to come in. We we were a lot of contract negotiations, but yeah. finally we got those. But you know, I'm I'm gonna be gracious and come in while I'm on the trading block. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. My we're, stomach flu has cleared up and my back is better, so I'm hitting the court today. Oh. Yeah. Do a little some tennis? Well, no, the, the audio court. Oh. Uh, yeah. He's right. What have you guys been playing? He didn't even introduce me. Hi, I'm Connor. I did introduce you. Yeah, Jared. he didn't. He actually did. I'm going to... Wait, at the beginning. Oh, did he really? I'm going to yeah. with uh, Trey on this one. Guys, my, beginning. Memory, my memory's not great. No. Slipping at your old age. Yeah, I know. What have you been playing? They're vacuuming. 
Well, they we've got to not come in here. We've got a Ghostbuster outside the door <laughs> vacuuming the oh, floor. Luigi's Mansion, right? <clears throat> so I finally used my wife and I finally used all of our Target gift cards that we got for Ooh. our wedding and bought a new TV. Whoa! Okay, what kind? Your TV was garbage. I know. It was a we got a TCL. What? I don't know. It's Target's <laughs> brand. But we got a, a 43-inch TV for like Ooh. 250. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. 250. Uh, the embarrassing thing was when we had to hand the gift cards to the guy, they were each in like $25 increments. <laughs> oh, no. So he had to just scratch off the little back so oh, we could scan each of them guy. individually. Yeah, it kind of sucked. I felt bad. So what kind of TV did you get? A TCL. Is that a HDR 4K? Oh, it's, a, it's 4K, bruh. HDR, bruh? Yeah, it's HDR 4K. Dude, you should get a PS Pro. Does it have VR? Yeah. 360? No, it does not have VR, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, we also had some money left over, so I got myself Sip 6. Whoa, for the Nintendo Switch? For the Nintendo Switch. Trey, you're the only one right. on the cast Two now who doesn't have it. Two-thirds of us are playing it. Jessica's playing it. Whoa. Trey? You hear that? She took the time to learn how to play it. Well, well good for her. Let's slow down on that. Oh, well, she's taking the time she to kinda learn how to play it. She doesn't really like the scouts. You know, she I came in here of. one night in the fall of 2016, when uh, right when it came out on PC, because Trey wanted to learn. I came up here for two hours and showed him how to walk through it, and he never touched it again. Yeah. See, you own it, but you've never played it. That's like Trey's MO. He, <laughs> That's a he good, has more games that he's never played. That's a good point. Than he ever will play. But it's you're the backlog. You're the backlog. Yep, that's right. You're the backlog. We're all kind of taking a rest until Even Yoshi's though crafting. I'll probably be playing something that's not kind of in the backlog. No, you're not allowed to. If it's God of War. <laughs> it's not God of War. Is it Horizon Zero Dawn? No. Is it Yakuza 6 or whatever? Well, those Yakuza. games I haven't played, so that would Yakuza? be yeah, Yakuza Zero's part of it. Okay. Well, it's then, not what I'm playing, though. What are you playing? I think I'm going to play something next. And when, uh, you know what? Keep going, Connor. I'll, I'll talk about it. Anyway, so I've been thing. playing a lot of Civ Six. Okay. I am halfway through a campaign as Spain. How do you like the UI on the Switch? Surprisingly, really good. Yeah, it's, it's strange. I was very worried mm -hmm. about how this would translate from PC to the Switch. Yep. They've done a pretty good job of making it fairly intuitive. There's so many buttons on the Switch controller that yes. you can and flip it's also through a touch everything. screen, so you yeah, can kind of nice. move some stuff around. As Sometimes well. I'll just slide the screen part out and just give it some taps. The one thing I don't really like is they don't have descriptions of all of the options like when you're setting up a game. So it'll say Prince or whatever, or uh -huh. it'll say Tiny, or it'll say the map. And on the PC, when you're selecting what kind of map you want to use... It'll tell you like what fractal is. Or Pro what. tip: If you hit minus on the left Joy-Con, it pops up a tool tip that tells you. There it is. That's yep. what I needed. And you you do that. You can do that in game too. So that's how you see the yields for each tile. And like if you're selecting a unit, you can pull up. I found the yields because that's how tip. I. That's normally how I play. I turn the yields mm -hmm. on. I I play the whole game with the minus button pressed and the tool tips up, so it's just always on okay, whatever good. you're selecting. Gotcha. Just a tip. Trey has no idea what we're talking about. No, I do. Anyway, it's a really good adaptation. It yeah, has it is. all of the minor expansions, none of the major ones. Of course, yeah. there's only one out right now. Um, I'm just gearing up for Gathering Storm coming out on I'm interested PC. to see how, when Gathering Storm comes out, how they address that with Switch. Will Gathering Storm be when they put the first DLC on the Switch? Well, I wonder. Firaxis does not handle the ports. 
Aspire does, okay. and they're usually pretty slow with getting stuff taken care of. At least they have been on Civ Six, so it might be a while till they get Rise and Fall on the on the Switch. If they could bundle it, I would actually prefer yeah, that. Yeah, that would be great. If they could do a bundle of one or two of the yeah. DLCs at a time, that would be way better. And a bunch of the leaders, or if you could just go into the eShop and just buy the leaders one yeah, by one. Yeah, I would prefer that because this game is really fun. I think Rise and Fall has some things that need to be fixed before I'd really like to play it again. Uh huh. Some of the unhappiness that you get when you take over a city makes it almost impossible to do some... The loyalty and stuff? Yeah, the loyalty yeah. makes it almost impossible to do... I think we've talked about this before, yeah. but the loyalty makes it almost impossible to do a domination victory mm -hmm. unless you are focused only on that and nothing yeah. else. So, Rise and Fall is really good, but there's some stuff that I'd like for it to be tweaked, which hopefully will happen. Well, that's the typical Civ lifestyle... Not life, life cycle. cycle. Is uh, base game, everyone hates it, and then each successive expansion basically fixes all the little problems that people address. Is that and kind of just um, these long-form games in general, it seems like? Yeah, it's almost like a just long crowdsourced development process yeah. where they put a game out that's pretty good, and then they basically over the next five years have the people tweak it for them, like develop it for them essentially, and by the end of the third expansion, it's usually like a really good game. I think the interesting part is they do put out a game that is 100% finished, and yeah. then it's just like, well, what do you guys want from it? Right. And then based on response mm -hmm. and based on mods or things that are created, yeah. they can kind of gauge what they want I, to add to I it. I wish there was a game I could stick with like that because it seems like with a lot of these games, it, they're so cool after a few years. Yeah. I just never go back to any of them. Well, for me, playing Civilization is like reading a book where like, I like to read, but I don't like to sit down and in two days blast through a book. I like to kind of keep a book with me in my backpack and read it over a, a month or two yeah. or three. And so a game of Civ is like that where I'll pick it up a couple times a week and play for an hour or two hours, three hours, and then finish it over the course of, you know, a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So that's a, a way, an easy way you can yeah, play. Yeah, Jessica started school mm -hmm. um, again. She's going through a Billy Madison high school, situation. Right? Yeah, she's back in yeah. high school. And... So I, while she's doing homework, I have time to actually like sit down and play Civ and turn on, uh, turn on the uh, King of the Hill. Play King of the Hill. Yeah, it's a good game to also have something on in the background. Yeah, Watch King or, of the Hill. Play some Civ. Yep, that's a good. We just got through the episode where they go to Mexico. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Where they have the the condo. Yes. I'm talking, yeah, I couldn't really good. give you specific episodes. I haven't seen that show in so long, but I love that uh, show. The episode where Hank had mono were. Uh, Peggy finds out that Hank had mono in high school because he kissed some other oh, yeah. girl. <laughs> oh, and then he tries to be romantic by letting a pig into the house <laughs> with a bow tied on it. Has one of my favorite lines from the show. So you just see he's talking to Peggy, and there's like a pig running around, and then it runs out of the room, and then you just hear Bobby go, "Dad, there's a pig in the house." <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good Bobby. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Dad. Oh, Hank. <laughs> Anyway, that's, that's what my I, purse. I don't, I don't know, know you. <laughs> that's uh, that's all I've been playing right now. Oh man! So Civ Six. We should get Bobby right. Bobby Hill on. That's podcast. a lady, Kathy. It is Kathy Najimy. Yeah. Najimy. She has. She do uh, like Bart Simpson and stuff. Or? No, no. But Kathy Najimy is starring in her own show soon. Okay. I, think. I don't know how you say her last name. Cool. That's all I've been playing. All right. Her name is Pamela Adlon. <laughs> Well, who's Kathy Ned? Uh, that might be Peggy. 
Uh, I don't know. Actually, Pamela Adlon appeared in an episode or a couple episodes of Louie. Ooh, we're not allowed to talk about that show. Well, I'm just letting you know that she was in it as like a divorcee and one of Louie's girlfriends for a little Did bit. Did he show his penis to her? Um, I think they had sex in the show, so yes. Kathy okay. Najmi is Peggy. So, I was wrong. You're anyway, right. that's all I got. Austin, what have you been playing? Pal? Palo? <sighs> well... Like we talked about last week, I, I feel like we're all kind of on this, just kind of on the downswing of a big fat games period mm-hmm. of intense red gaming. Dead. Yeah. And uh, it's just time of, for a break. Yeah. Time for, you know, chilling, playing some games that don't require a lot of attention. So I've just been playing some Civilization. doing a. I won a culture victory. I'm doing a domination victory right now. Um I've been playing, uh, picking up Smash Bros and getting through World of Light. Um, I I need to go back and finish Pokemon just because, you know, a bunch of games came out and got in the way. And then I've uh, just been playing Overwatch a little bit. So playing on PC with Caspers. Yeah. I had lunch with Caspers so oh, yeah? yes, two days ago. He's a nice fella. He's a nice guy. So just going through a nice casual gaming period. And I feel once I play through those a little bit, maybe I'll go on a hiatus for... Until Yoshi's Crafted World comes out. Great. Yeah. What have you been playing? Uh, I've been pl- I finished up World of Light. Yeah. And so, you know, Smash Bros. is a good, like, oh, I have an hour. I'll play a little bit of Smash yeah. Bros. kind of game. Uh, I still haven't really touched Pokemon Let's Go. Okay. I've only played it for a little bit. I think what I might be playing now, uh, I think I'm going to try to replay and stream Ocarina of Time. All right. Uh, How you know, quickly I could you get through that? I think it's 30 hours. Okay. And I don't know if I'll do everything, but I'll try to get all the hard pieces and stuff. I could probably get that th- get through that in two weeks. Yeah. What I might do, because I've had a big conundrum Uh-oh. where I have the 3DS version and yeah. I have it on, um, I mean, I have it on N64 and uh, Wii U. And so I wanted to play the original to get footage, but I also want to play the 3DS. So I might try to play both simultaneously. Okay. So, like, just play the 3DS version at work, maybe, and then play the uh, other version at home. Too bad you can't sync them up and have shared progress on there. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Or, you know, record... main reason is just the foot recording the footage and streaming. Yeah. You know, otherwise, I'd just play it on, just on the 3DS. Do you have the GameCube version with Master Quest on it? I used to. I don't think I have that anymore. I think I still have it. Yeah. It came with uh, Wind Waker. Yeah, Wind Waker, yeah. I remember that. I did, and I played it on there. Yeah? Yeah. I liked it a lot. Well, good. Yeah. That's great. So, yeah, uh, the reason even... Well, I've been thinking about that for a while, but there's a video that um, I, it sort of made the rounds this week on uh, Twitter and whatnot, and it's a analytical essay about Legend of Zelda, and it's okay. really well done. Austin, you should watch it just okay. for the, I mean, not even just for the Zelda, but just like how the the, the graphic design of how okay. he kind of does it. it. It's a very well edited, put together video. I think you would appreciate it. I'll chunk it out. Um, Connor, I don't know how much of a Zelda fan you are, or you know, Ocarina of Time or anything. I do quite enjoy Ocarina of Time, but okay. in the essence. Actually, I don't know what I was going to say, but I've only played three of them, four of them, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
Spirit Tracks being one, which Trey doesn't count as a real game. So what? Trey, Spirit Tracks was not that bad. I never played Spirit Tracks, so <laughs> I don't know what uh, Connor's talking about. Oh, look, Trey's, so it's on, called, Trey's uh, playing on his phone again. No, it's called uh, Ocarina of Time: A Masterclass in Subtext. It's by Good Blood. Okay. Uh, I don't know. If, and I don't know if that's his name on Twitter, but uh, check that video out if you're a fan. I mean, it's a 30 minute video, but it's very well done. It's not, <clears throat> and it's not one of those like. Hey, what does Zelda have to do with... It's a real good in-depth study about sort of uh, themes and ideas in the game that are kind of more subtextual than the other games. I really like stuff like that, yeah. so I'll check it out. It's really well done. Does he request that I smash any sort of buttons? He doesn't say smash any buttons. Okay. He's a little more eloquent. Okay. You know, it's a little more eloquent of a video. It seems like a... a you would turn this in for like a school thesis or something. Okay. Yeah. Not not to say it's amateur like it's a college project, but you know what I'm saying. Like it's how would you say it compares to one of my favorite YouTube series, video game film? Uh, school. It's a hundred times better. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's you a think lot anyone's better. ended a high school essay with smash that like button? Probably now. Yeah. I bet you they have. Hit that subscribe. Hit that sub. And that's sub, kind of I, I played a little bit of a uh, Return of the Oberdin. How is that? It's it's tough. I, I don't exactly know what I'm doing, but it's uh, it's it's Aren't a you cool just being art a detective. Yeah, yeah, but just sort of exactly how they want me to go. I, I, look, I mean, I played only like 30 minutes just because I had to do something quickly afterwards. I didn't realize I had to go somewhere. What'd you have to do? I had to get go, go to the grocery store. Hmm. I had to get dinner. How you? But uh, uh, so I mean, I if I had played it for longer, I think I would have gotten everything. It's just like. It was sort of that tutorial period where I was trying to figure things out. Well, great. Looks like we're all enjoying our games. Sure. Yeah. Connor, news. Trey, we've got some exciting news. Whoa. And some not so exciting Any bee simulator related news? You know what? I hope that game never comes out. Okay. Austin's about to kill you. Fight me. Why do you hate bee simulator so much? I don't. No, it seems. I hope like, it doesn't come out because then you know Austin won't he won't talk about it after that. Well, now I'm looking at it because you're being rude. It's supposed to come out in spring 2019. Okay, could I get ants for Game Boy Color, and would that suffice until then? You know what? Trey's controversial opinion is that ants is better than Bugs Life. Um, ants is better than Bugs Life. Ooh. Wow. Bugs Life was just okay. Do you have contra? I don't have any controversial opinions. Uh, my like. controversial opinion is that Dave Franco is better than James Franco. He's the more talented of the Francos. Okay. I don't think that's controversial. James is, is the hunkier one, though. I, I think would. that's super controversial, mostly because everyone thinks James is the smarter and more intelligent. I don't know about that anymore. Okay, do you have some insider news? or? <laughs> I do. Did he uh, hashtag me too somebody? Well, he did, actually. Oh, whoa. Did he R. Kelly somebody? No. Ooh. I could be referring to lots of different things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, oh, are you looking up the news? The James Franco breaking news? <laughs> no, he uh, he had some kind of uh, theater class, and he was just creepy, I guess. He's been real creepy in like some theater class. What theater instructor hasn't been creepy, though? That's yeah. a solid point. <laughs> I mean, you've seen Barry, right? Yes. I've seen like two episodes of it, but yeah. I have okay, seen all but the last episode. Second to last one's the best episode. I need to watch Barry. I need to get caught up on Game of Thrones. I need to watch the new well, you True say Detective. It like that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, EA canceled their Star Wars game. Again? Yeah. Another one. This is the one that yeah. 
I hope so. He- visceral. They were gonna do the kind of Uncharted one with Amy Henning. Okay. And, well, no, I mean, is. like that's literally what they said. They wanted to do a Star Wars Uncharted. Always comes back to Uncharted. Well, they hired the one of the lead writers of Uncharted. They hired so, Nathan yeah. Fillion. No, Amy Henning. Oh. And so visceral they canceled that game and they gave that to the one in vancouver i want to say EA vancouver and that is correct they the wanted, pretty much they're like hey i'm sorry if i'm taking over your story here no 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 go ahead and then i'll read the actual quote and <laughs> they <laughs> they pretty much were like hey we want to make this big open world game and then yeah it was like hey pull that back a little bit and uh, we want to do something a little more short and immediate, and so they canceled that game. Are they trying to Fortnite up the Star Wars game, basically? Are there going to be dances? <laughs> Maybe. Here, I'll read the quote. EA offered the following statement. There's been speculation about one of our Star Wars projects. As a natural part of the creative process, the great work by our team in Vancouver continues and will evolve into future Star Wars content and games. We're fully committed to making more Star Wars games. We're very excited about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order from Respawn. Oh, great. And we'll share more about our new projects when the time is right. It sounds bad. Yeah, it does sound bad. I mean, when you're... It was described as a story-based linear adventure in the style of Naughty Dog's Uncharted Adventure series. Do you think EA's freaking out about Fortnite that... EA is sinking millions into these games and they're showing no returns and then Epic makes a tech demo that earned them $8 billion. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Well, that's the thing about EA is they're turning into that soulless corporation that just cares about money, not the art of the game. I mean, hasn't that always been no, EA's MO? not necessarily. Like They came out a few years ago at E3 and they presented that uh, Unraveled. They're like, hey... You know, we know we're not going to make money on this game, but that's what we can do, and we're making all this money on... Or weren't they just the distributor? I thought Unraveled was an indie game. It is, but yeah, I think they distributed it. They put money into uh-huh. it. And, yeah. Trey, would you like me to go through the background of the, this terrible Star sure, Wars thing? Sure, let's do it. Okay, so in October 2017, EA announced it was shutting down Visceral and relocating the employees to EA Vancouver, or to other in-house teams. EA Vancouver then took over the reins of the project's and changed it from a linear adventure game in the style of Uncharted to a broader experience allowing for more variety and player agency and reimagining central elements of the huh. game. And from what I hear, this is supposed to be sort of a open, Star Wars 13-13. Sort of an open world Yeah, sort of a bounty thing. hunter thing. Yeah. And then all of the people that they put in charge left EA. And then according to Kotaku, the reworked Star Wars game which is the one that just got canceled, was codenamed Orca and focused on a scoundrel or bounty hunter who could explore various open-world planets and work with different factions of the Star Wars universe. So it was Metroid in Star Wars. Basically. Mm, uh, Yeah, sure. And then, to make matters more exciting, this all comes on the heels of an exclusive deal signed in 2013 between EA and Disney to develop Star Wars games. Okay. They said when the deal was announced that they would partner with DICE, Visceral, and BioWare to develop titles based on the Star Wars franchise, and they've only done a couple of games. Two Battlefront games. One marred in controversy. controversy. One online Star Wars The Old Republic from BioWare, and a mobile game called Galaxy of Heroes. 
I saw an infographic today. I know Trey loves infographics. Mm. And it was a, uh, on the bottom, it was like, for these six years from 2012 to present day, I guess, I was like, EA has put out this many Star Wars games, and they had the two on there. Well, that wasn't EA. That just how many Star Wars games. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're you're right. And then it was like in, the, right. in a similar six-year period, LucasArts put out all yeah. these, and there was like 20 games on there. There is... That's a little unfair. I mean, yes, that's fair, but a little bit just because I think it's a lot harder to produce these big video oh, yeah, games for sure. nowadays. I mean, the, like Star Wars TIE yes. Fighter 2 was yeah. a garbage game. And yeah. I think, too, the big deal is that these games all have to be canon now. Yeah. Like, it used to be where you could just have whatever. Yeah. Um, what's the one where it was... Uh, it wasn't Knights of the Old Republic, but it was... I don't know. Star Wars... It was Rogue like Squadron. Yeah, Rogue Squadron or something like that. No, are you thinking of you're thinking of Star Wars? It was like Darth Vader's apprentice. Yes, uh I talked to you about it in the car and I don't remember what it's called now. Anyway, you you had all these little games like that that weren't necessarily canon but they're just kind of fun Star Wars games. Yeah. Nowadays it's you have to be it has to align with all the movies and everything else, which kind of is kind of lame. I wish they didn't do it like that. Because you know what? I want to play just a, a dumb Force Star Wars Unleashed. Game. Force Unleashed. Yeah. Which actually was canon. Oh, it was. Uh, one of the endings. Back ending, in the day. One, no, one of the endings was canon. So like, okay. they worked it into the, the series. Um, part of it, if you did the, the evil thing, or the good thing, if killing Vader is a good thing or a bad... I don't know. Anyway, they killed... One of the endings was you killed Vader. Well, that's... Yeah. That's always a good thing. And you became a paradox, the next though. Vader. Oh. And then that was... Uh, Force Unleashed 2 but in the Force Unleashed 1 you die okay. and then the events of the f- second trilogy happen okay it just really sucks because Star Wars is a really cool franchise like it's mm-hmm. a cool world to be able to play in but it doesn't seem like they actually have the time to make a game or really it's probably the patience. It yeah. doesn't seem like EA has the patience to make a game that really explores that world. Well, they're panicked right now cuz they they've they don't have anything and they've canceled these two games and you know, I don't know, they, but they, they don't see Anthem? the bottom line. They don't yeah. That actually looks okay. It doesn't look bad. It looks fine. Look, I think I think it looks okay because I want BioWare to exist. EA just it's it's become bottom line and, and Activision's let. like this too. What what was the story about Activision? I was just gonna say just let Bioware develop a Mass Effect style game with yeah. Star Wars. Hey, that would be cool. They created their own yeah entire world based on nothing. Mm-hmm. So why not let them take a world that already exists that's super in depth and just you know reskin Mass Effect. I know uh, Activision's having some trouble too. Well, let me. So, I mean, what, a lot of these big companies are having trouble just because they're not. They're looking for the next big thing. Oh yeah, the the thing with Activision and Bungie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, they're not. They're they're they they're expecting this windfall of cash, and it's not happening. And they're you know. Also, investors are launching uh, an investigation over possible fraud far, yeah. far, following the Bungie split. Yep. People are just less willing to pay for media. Nowadays. Yes, I agree. In the era of Spotify's and Fortnite, I think people have always been unwilling to pay for media. Now but there's just outlets. Now you for can it. certainly get all of yeah. your media without it. Yeah, and like I, we we all get spoiled. Like if you just pay for Netflix and Spotify and nothing for Fortnite. I mean, there's that's a twenty dollar investment, and you get every song ever made. Basically, you can watch millions of shows hey, and stuff. 
They're taking a lot of R. Kelly stuff off hey Spotify. Guy. Well, he's peeing on a lot of people. It was only one person, allegedly. Yeah. Actually, was it alleged or did he get convicted? Man, I think he was con- No, it was overturned or okay. acquitted. We'll never be able to listen to I Believe I Can Fly. That's okay. What about Remix to Ignition? Uh, it's hot and fresh. I'll out listen the- to it with an asterisk. It's hot and fresh out the kitchen. Mama, roll on these? Roll in that body. Ladies. Got every man in and here, here wishing. wishing. That's right. Trey doesn't know what we're talking about. He definitely does. No, they didn't allow that at Fiji. <laughs> that was certainly a song played at the Fiji. Hey, you, you know, know uh, this is the anniversary of Trey's uh, Fiji no, rush it's not. today. It's actually last year. There was just a thing on Facebook. But, but it's still the anniversary. Anniversaries happen year to year. I don't remember what day it was. Okay, well... I was just going to say, if Trey was in Fiji now, he would certainly be listening to the song Mo Bamba on repeat at yep. the Fiji house. Mo Bamba. Bong between his legs. Football in one hand. All right, so... A football? Yeah. Just a random football. Rat dudes love football. With the uh, the, the glasses holder yeah. around his neck. <laughs> AirPods in. That's right. More news? Yeah, I've got a couple more. But I have options, so we can go several different okay. places. I'm choose gonna, my own adventure. Yeah, it's a choose your own adventure thing. So I'll just give you... Oh, just like... Um, Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Which was not that good. Uh, we can talk Fortnite. Okay. We can talk Fortnite. Okay. We can talk Fortnite dances. Maybe Fortnite B. Oh, I got one more. Oh. Or we can talk... This is not a sex worker. This is an effing magician. Give me uh, Fortnite B. Okay, Fortnite B. Netflix is scared of Fortnite, gentlemen. Well, who wouldn't be? They make a lot of money. Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. They take a lot of eyeballs off of Netflix and onto Fortnite. This is in a letter to their shareholders. Netflix wrote, In the U.S., we earn around 10% of the television screen time and less than that on mobile screen time. We compete and lose to Fortnite more than HBO. When YouTube went down globally for a few minutes in October, our viewing and signups spiked for that time. Really? There are thousands of competitors in this highly fragmented market vying to entertain customers and the low barrier for entry for those with great experience. Well, I feel like every media outlet and type of media should be afraid of Fortnite. Not necessarily afraid, but they have to look on it with some envy. Like... Uh, Marvel uh, put so much money into making Infinity War and it brought in like what two billion dollars over the course of a year whereas Fortnite has made eight billion dollars in just like nine months or something and with with almost no investment into it with just a small team and these movie companies and Netflix and stuff must see how little investment this takes and these huge returns and wonder like what the hell are we doing yeah, that scares me because I feel like people are going to get lazy because they feel like they can just do something with, you know, they can just make the bare minimum and make billions of dollars. Yeah. It's just a kind of a world I don't, I don't know. That in. doesn't stop the movie industry right. where you can make you can make a Kevin Hart rock buddy comedy cop movies. Why would I want that? Because it'll make a billion dollars. Cake but they me. don't. They, yeah, they don't. No, no, but I'm saying... You could make... I tried to pick the schlockiest movie I could think of, which was not good. I'm sorry. What I'm, I'm saying, that these movies have like year-long investments to develop them. They've got tens of millions of dollars poured into them, hundreds of millions, 
and they get a marginal return on them usually. But the point I was making is that that doesn't stop auteur films right. from coming out. Yes. That doesn't stop Roma from coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, which they're is just, on Netflix. They're just no longer, <laughs> they're no longer as culturally, I don't want to say relevant, but they're not at the forefront of culture anymore, I feel like. Going to the movies? Yeah. Yeah, it's. I think it's just yeah, an argument about screen time, and it's not even just playing Fortnite. It's it's watching, it's streaming, it's people streaming. I mean, it's- this is a, this argument right here though is an argument that's happening. It's a it's a difficulty that's happening all the way around in our like in culture in general. Yeah. So whether it is movies, whether it's I'll choose to watch this giant blockbuster that's a you know a it's like cotton candy compared to eating. You know, like actual nice, yeah. steak and vegetables and stuff like that. Or I can watch that auteur film. That Kevin Hart uh, rock auteur film. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the Kevin Hart, Brian Cranston auteur film. Yes. So you can, you know, it's one of those. You can play Fortnite, which is the lowest barrier to entry possible. Or you can play Civ. You can eat. Or you can play like, you know, Red well, Dead Redemption. Oh, I guess Red Dead Redemption's pretty big too. I would say it's really big. But my my point is you have all of these things where you can eat cheap garbage, you can play cheap garbage, you can watch cheap garbage, you can do all of that, and all of that is easy and has a super low barrier of entry. Right. And a lot of people are going to choose to do that. But I think the and I won't say that Fortnite's not rewarding or anything like that, but there are more difficult and I would argue more rewarding options out there if you Mm -hmm. want to put more time into something but i can understand again why i would play fortnite over red dead let's say like if you're looking at both options you're like yeah if you have yeah if you want to just something to kind of turn your mind off and exactly and my point is just i think if you turn your mind off you're gonna punch your horse whoa yeah i just think having those options is going to lower the barrier of entry for some stuff, but I think it's going to segment and make cooler, more weird indie stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we've seen in the film industry. I think you see big blockbusters that sort of have a feel, but then people who aren't choosing yeah, to do that, that make that middle make, area is going to go away. Agreed. That I I think that's one hundred percent true. Yeah. And but you're and already, it already kind of has gone away. It has gone away with with video games. But you are going to don't that, see middle tier games anymore you don't see any movie tie-ins either like i would argue that movie tie-ins were the middle a lot of the time were the middle tier and those Mm -hmm. are gone do you think this has anything to do with the actual shrinking middle class i wonder i think honestly i just think what you're seeing in general is things go to the extreme on either side you see a lower budget indie games and then you see these big budget games well it's because now with the internet you can make niche things and make money off of it now whereas like in the 90s, you had to play it safe with big name, big action yeah. movies. I think know? that just goes for everything, honestly. Yeah. For any type of media, um, like how many, both of you guys, how many, how much bad television or bad whatever did you watch no, last year? No, that's a good point. Because you can, you can def- there's more outlets to siphon what's, or I guess siphon, or to weed out the bad stuff. Yeah, I don't watch bad TV. I don't see bad I do see, yeah, I do see bad movies, but, but I don't is, play you, bad video games. You know that they're bad movies right. going, you've chosen so not, to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like, it is very hard to get duped into buying a bad video right. game or get duped into watching a bad TV show or a bad movie. Producers and developers cannot get away with making shitty stuff as right. much anymore, and that's good. Like, go look at kids' animation in the 80s and early 90s. 
it's it's horrible because okay yeah, because okay. name a name cartoons. name a name like Fantastic Max. Have you ever watched? No. They're, they're mostly all toy tie-ins, That's like not Transformers. What, I was for. what were you thinking of? Something for Doug. Okay, well Doug is just a different. I know, I know. Case I know. of just going cat dog. Cat dog was good. No, it's not. Cat dog is good. No, it's not. Okay, compared to some of the stuff in the eighties. Okay, it's, fair enough. Fair I think fair he's, talking, yeah, he's talking about Saturday morning cartoons. I know. I just wanted generic. I just yeah. wanted to attack cat dog. Well, now That's, we got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> cat dog is angry. Fine. If you touch angry beavers, I'll kill you. I won't touch your beaver tray. Thank you. Gross. But I agree that it's harder to get away with making bad stuff. Right, because people have more choices now. Whereas, like, back in the 80s, those were the only cartoons you had. So there was no incentive for the producers to be like, well, let's put some thought and heart into something. Let's just make some easily produced crap because it's the only thing people have available. But you know what you also lose? You also lose the earnest attempts at making something that turns out to be bad. You do. Like, there's a, there's some, one of those. Facebook I don't forget what it was. It was some kind of thing I read. I don't know how reliable or if this really No, just it's fun. So it pretty much it was like back in the seventies. It was it was better when the big businessmen were running things. Because back in the seventies, it was these big rich businessmen and they're like, you know what, I don't know what the F the kids like these days. So let's get a hippie off the street, let's bring him in, and he'll tell us what they like. And you know what? Well, we'll put money into that. And that, you know, the nerds and the hippies started you know, they started becoming more in power, and and once the once the the ner- quote unquote nerds and hippies once they yeah because be- video games are cool now once they became in power thanks Drake they took less risks yeah. because no that's not cool to me we're not going to do that oh that's not cool to me but it might be cool to other people it might be cool to someone else and so like yeah you have less risk taking nowadays I just think for all of the good that you're going to get so Fortnite is an option and I'm. Fortnite is intrinsically good because there is a rewarding, like you, there is a rewarding thing that you get when you play yeah, Fortnite. It's a uh-huh. great game. It's very fun to play. It's not Tales of the oh, Oprah no, no. Den, which is another thing yeah. that you get a rewarding experience I, when you I play think, it. Yeah, and I think they do a lot of good stuff in Fortnite. I just like to give it shit because I think I just, it's popular and it's fun to give it's it shit. It's also the lowest barrier to entry yes. in the right. world. Yes. It's like, it's like you were talking about, it's like eating. A filet mignon at a Del Frisco's Double Eagle Grill, or, or eating McDonald's at the White yeah, House. Yeah, or just going to eat cold fries at the White House. <laughs> They're both great. Like sometimes I feel like eating one, and sometimes I feel like eating the other. Yeah, it's like watching Jackass or Breaking Bad. Like one has a lot of depth, one has zero depth, but they're mm-hmm. both just as entertaining. Agreed. Uh, I'm just sad about losing the the middle ground where it's like, man, I tried really hard to make this, and it's not good. What's wrong with losing bad media? Uh, so I would argue that that's not necessarily bad media if it's because there are earnest things that are made that are just not good. Like the room is an example. It is an earnest. That's, but that's that's yeah. few and far between. No, there. I agree that's few and far between. But I think it's even going to be more few and far between because there aren't people taking risks. But are people as much. clamoring for good bad things? Probably not. But I think that means that you get less people making earnest I think things. More, I think more what I'm worried about is big companies not taking risks. Like an EA just being like, okay, well, we'll just do Call of Duty, and that's all. Yeah. We're going to do these big online things, and that's all we're going to do. We're not going to focus anything on any kind of story, the, any kind of artistic, you know, it just we're, it's numbers. We're I think you're basically seeing that. As the yeah. profit margin has shrunk, they just they can't do that anymore, and yeah. I think that's... Now, you Bad. have companies like Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo that will because they can afford it, and that's what's going to sell consoles. Mm-hmm. 
So you'll have some of that, but it's not going to be as much as it was, you know, ten right. years ago. The, really, the only way that's going to happen is if you get a big studio to put some money into a small indie yes. developer to develop or, or weird things. Like you know, I know I talk about Sony a lot, but I mean, God of War. Look at that. Like that is a very much a story, very artistic story character game that was given a humongous budget and it made a ton of money but they could have they took that risk and they could take that risk because they had sony's leverage sony's backing you know there was a first party studio they had the backing of sony other companies don't have that yeah it sucks so a company that's within ea bioware yeah like mass effect the first three did huge Mm -hmm. the first three were giant pillars of the last console generation they tried to make a mass effect for this console generation they were rushed because of the profit margins they missed they missed out on having it done at certain times ea pushed and pushed and said have it out by now or you're not putting it out at all mm-hmm. they put it out mass effect fans hated it and it yep. didn't sell well because it wasn't a great game it didn't have the time that they wanted to put into it. And I think that's what you're seeing. Austin's exactly right. The profit margin is so small that if you're not immediately going to get that return, big companies are not interested in funding your game. But then you've got cases like Undertale, where the guy developed it for $10,000 on Kickstarter and made $20 million from it. Exactly. But that was a one-person project. you know. And so, yeah, you're going to make a lot of money just because you didn't put as much into it. Right. You know? But, I'm not saying it's not significant, but yeah. No, no, yeah. It's you're going to see more of that, I think. Yeah. These small projects. Yes. Which I'm actually okay with. I think that's when I'm talking about I things mean, that are I, like earnestly made. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. you're going to see that in the small. Yeah. Like, like Hellblade uh, that came out last Sinua year. Sacrifice? Yeah. That was a... Sushi Striker? Sushi Striker. That was like a small budget AAA game. That's Ghost like of that, Sushi That would look just as good as a AAA game, but it was, yeah, like low budget. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that's fine. Um. I guess it's disappointing that the middle, the video game middle class is disappearing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't know that there's a video game middle class that I was like, mid, middle class game that comes to mind as like one of my favorites of sure. all time. If that makes sense. Yeah. I guess something like Bioshock, would that be a middle? No, that's a big game. That's yeah. a significant game too. I, I, I just, think it's more just like... Uh, I'm just trying to think of what, what is there a... a what a quote-unquote video game middle-class game that is in I think your you look top. at like a lot of the first-person shooters back in the day. I mean, like back in the 2000s, a lot of those Jet were middle Force games. Gemini. I mean, no, more so like the uh, PS3 Rappa the era. Rappa. Yeah. What's like a mid-tier game that you remember? I don't know. Pikmin? Pikmin's not mid Well, that's all first-party studios. Yeah. So, you know. Anyway, let's do some more stories. Yeah, cool. what's on the news, Connor? Well, I was just going to say, at present, Netflix has a 139 million subscribers, uh-huh. and Fortnite has... 200 million registered accounts. Uh, according to Peter Welton on the Geek Out, they have 8.5 million player, concurrent player base. Uh, the monthly active users of Fortnite tends yeah, to I be guess. about 80 million, while Netflix is 100 million. I think what I don't like is, I don't know, I, I hate the mobile stuff, and I I, I don't know. You, Why do you dislike it? Because I, I think it's a, a watered-down... I just don't like well, how then people you don't are. Have to. I, I'm hearing more talks about how things are all going mobile. You but know, and that's been, where the money is. But that, we've been talking about that f- since 2015, right? And it didn't really happen. Well, earlier than that, like they said, this is going to be the lost console generation. No, I know. And and look at the profits on mobile games now. I guess compared I find to, mobile games worse than junk food. I find it. And people I realize find it that predatory. 
uh, I find them in Fortnite's not predatory, but I think the I, like the Candy Crushes of the world. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I think mobile gaming hit its peak a few years ago. Well, Nobody plays those games anymore. They do. They do. My I wife know, plays. Those no, games. I know. I know people still play them, but like they are when they were at their peak, they were at their peak. Now, yeah. like King is. I don't know if they're they're not defunct, but they're struggling. No, Zynga they're is humongous. Supercell, they're Supercell humongous. is doing really well. But they used to be so much bigger. Their margins used to be so much bigger. Like my, my question is, so the Switch is that an, does that elevate? Does that require them to elevate their game a little bit more for mobile, mobile developers? stuff? Because I know like you have the lowest of the low mobile games, but then like the Switch is actively fighting. For mobile attention, mm-hmm. uh, for people playing it, does that in some way cause them to be like, well, we kind of got to up our game like just a little bit? No, I don't think you the don't Switch think so doesn't at all? have the grab as mobile, though. Everyone has a phone. Not You're right. everyone has a Switch. But I'm saying, is that something that in the future we're going to see Nintendo is starting to... like the, I mean, it's a console, but it's also them trying to get you to take it with you. Is that something that could eventually elevate other platforms... For the mobile, I don't know. You don't. I'm. I'm just asking. I think it's different markets. I don't know the answer, but I'm saying. I think it's totally different markets. I think even putting something out like that though is. But they've had handhelds before. You're right. You know, I think it's different markets. Handheld, you're probably people that play you know games on their phone probably don't own consoles, or like play a lot of games on their phone. I'm, I'm saying like. The people, the majority of people that play games on their phone probably just play games on their phone. I think what the discrepancy was was people were a few years ago were afraid like, oh, mobile games are the future because all the gamers are going to move over to mobile games. But I think that over the last few years they've found the tar- the main demographic of mobile gaming is not done by regular quote gamers. It's mainly parents, moms, kids with you know who's gotten the phone handed to them. I don't think it's People who are playing, right? Dude, don't tell that to the games. don't tell that to the people that were in the middle of the disc golf course playing Pokemon Go the other day while I was trying to play. One of the ladies had was holding her Switch in her hands. Oh my god! Yeah, it, so it is mobile. It is. Yeah, it was great. They were just. I, I think fighting my a battle or something. My issue is just the controller stuff, and it just it's not fun to play games on mobile phone. I agree. I well, but then you yeah. don't have to play them. I don't. I just hope it doesn't go all the way to mobile. I hope I just hope that these companies aren't just like, well, mobile makes a lot of money, so we're just not going to do game. Like, there's an article about Nintendo saying that they might not do consoles anymore. But we've been, been saying, saying that since the start of well, the. They they said like you know we might just look at mobile. Okay, but what? of their mobile games, which one of them is your favorite? None of them. So I've played all of them. Yeah. Uh the best one is uh, Fire Emblem because it's the only one that translates really well. Yeah. It translates almost perfectly, actually. So, if you could put Fire Emblem, if Nintendo would just put me, give me a full Fire Emblem on my phone, it can be scaled down, pared down. It can be the Game Boy Advance one. I don't care, but I think that works really well. There are some things that do work well on mobile, and those are things that don't require actual controllers. Mm-hmm. I mean, You're- we've been talking about that quote for three years now of like, Hold "Oh, this on. is the last console generation." And- Nintendo's not going to make any consoles anymore. And then Nintendo's seen their biggest boon since before the Wii, basically. I mean, the Wii would probably be their biggest jump. Yeah. Sales-wise. Right. Probably not gamer recognition Well, no, the Switch though. has already become their fastest-selling console. Really? Yeah. They Fair just enough. announced last week that they've they've hit it. And they're 
hitting they're aiming for 20 million units this year. It just year. doesn't seem it doesn't seem as ubiquitous as the Wii did. Yeah. All right, Austin. I don't know what Trey's doing over there. He's looking up something, but no. you've got three choices. Fortnite, okay. Fortnite 2, or this is not a sex worker. This is an effing magician. Um, Give me... Uh, hold on. I'm looking up something, too, that is relevant. That I'm going to okay. zing Trey with. Well... Yeah, so, like, the Zynga stock I'm looking at right now peaked um, five years ago. Hasn't even begun to and peak. And it's not recovered, Trey. King uh, was swallowed up by Activision Blizzard. Like, these companies make money, but they're not revolutionizing the industry or anything. They're not sucking off games, sucking away gamers. Whoa. Right. <laughs> Whoa. They're not what? They're not sucking them off. Okay. I can't find the article, but there's some article, but whatever. Fortnite A. Give me Fortnite A. Fortnite A. This is comes from a New York magazine article. So it's a, a liberal. Oh, one liberal, of those. Liberal, one of those coastal elites. You know, I stand with that liberal quarterback. Rag. Hey, today at work, we looked up some of Trump's best nicknames for other people, and there are some really solid ones. Yeah. <laughs> like Sleepy Joe is an incredible <laughs> nickname of someone. And also, uh, like not quite a senator was like a nickname for someone, <laughs> which seems like it cuts the most. Like it's not even that mean or, or it's not even that like, aggressive sounding but yeah. if you think about it if someone called you like not good enough to be a senator it's Austin really guttery it's like cutting it's like geez dude anyway so we're talking about Fortnite, which made epic so much money which allowed them to create their own streaming yeah service. i find no, this the most interesting part about Fortnite. i agree so i'm gonna skip there's a bunch of garbage background it's got it's not garbage but it's all background that we're familiar with and the listeners are also familiar with um, as you know, Steam charges 30% for using their service, mm -hmm. as do Apple and Google. Mm -hmm. That's how their app stores work. Uh, Epic Game Store is 12%, Ooh. so that's exciting. It's, it's less of a cost. Let me find it. Anyway. So before Fortnite, Epic's primary business was a software development kit, the, the, Unreal, Unreal. Yep. the Unreal Engine, which is licensed to other studios. Then they announced the Epic Store with an 88-12 revenue split. Let's see. They announced, Ubisoft announced it would sell Division, the Division 2 on Epic Storefront in addition to its own first-party store, Uplay. It will not be available on Steam. Hmm. So we're seeing a couple of games. The Division 2 is kind of a large game. Yeah. And it's only going to be available on Epic and on Ubisoft's proprietary store. Yeah, that's really big. That's a very big game. I think it's really interesting. And I think the point that Trey is make or Trey has made or was making did you make it on air or was this before we were doing the before. podcast? Was that this is going to be Epic has kind of built in a an install base. So there was a kind of a report from a guy uh, on this website message board, uh, it's the name's slipping right now, but he pretty much he was a guy that worked for Steam and now he works for the Epic Store and there's a whole bunch of, I guess what the big thing was that uh, they're doing this deal with streamers that sounds a little iffy, where like streamers will get 
influencers will get a percentage of the game if they give them their code, which doesn't sound great, but that's another day. Uh, but one of the the stats was that I think I think it was something like seventy percent of the user base that seventy percent of the people that play Fortnite have never used the Steam Store. They just play Fortnite, and they've never used the Steam Store, and so that is a humongous percentage of people. Well, there'd be no reason for them to. Right, but that's a huge percentage of people they can now market to. That's an untapped uh-huh. market, and now the Steam Store can. They can, uh, you know, uh, what is it called? Curate? Curate? Yeah, curate. Curate their, uh, you know, games that, hey, we want to recommend this game to you, this game to you. And they can kind of influence the, the this huge untapped market. So, they, yeah, they have a lot of, you know, th- this st- Epic Store sounds really interesting now. I'm surprised we don't have more competition with game stores. I mean, Blizzard has their launcher, and that's just because they sell all their all their own stuff on there. But Steam is really the only digital marketplace that I really know anyone there's to other, use. Yeah, that's the only one I hear about. So it's good that there's a competitor now to drive the cost down from yeah. Steam, because Steam had kind of a monopoly, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's um, always good to have competition. Yeah, and, and from a consumer standpoint, I don't think this will affect people in any way. Like, I think it's I think it's got interesting future implications. Now that I'm reading more about it and thinking more about it based on what Trey was talking about, the idea that this could be the crack that we eventually see like a quote unquote like video game giant lose out mm-hmm. to a smaller it's not really an upstart but it kind of is. Now there's is an interesting yeah. idea. The idea that Steam the stalwart of downloading things on pc just been around forever in my memory to think that it could be outdone by the purchasing power of people who are like 15 right now Mm -hmm. that could it could lose out to epic it's really interesting yeah it's the changing dynamic in our world i mean trey's been through at least four generations yeah He's seen the Great Depression. He was around for the first game of Pong. The free love era. Yeah. He saw, you know, greed is good. He held hands with Donald Trump. And look at him now, talking about the Steam, the Epic Store. He fought the Krauts in wow. both in the both Krauts. wars. You can't just say you can't that. can't say that. Okay, you can definitely say no. that. Yeah. Krauts is an acceptable term. Oh, man. Oof. Oof. He was throwing around, around WAP earlier like it was oh, nothing. Okay, first Jeez. off, that is not true. What are you going to say next, Mick? What is that? It's That's an Irish, Irish person. Oh. oh, Trey, you seem to know a lot about racial slurs. <laughs> Why don't you keep going? Um, Tell us your favorite racial slur. If you had to rank them, what would you say your favorite man, is? Man, if I could rank them. Just rank. Let's play top five, bottom five racial slurs. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> What do you uh, mean by favorite? Like, yeah. favorite for him to use? Yeah, his favorite to use. I have an idea of what it is, because uh, he says it a lot off air. Pollock. Is that your top five or bottom That's five? That's top five and bottom five. It's both? Yeah. You're only picking one? Okay. Kraut. Did you know frog is something you can call yeah, French, people? French people? Yeah, the frogs. Definitely didn't know that. 
I learned a lot. They look like little frogs, Frenchies. Yeah, I don't think that's the reason. I, yeah, I don't. French people don't look like little frogs. <laughs> I don't think that's what true they, either. Why do they call them frogs? <laughs> I don't know, but I, maybe because they eat frog legs. But yeah. I Ooh, that's probably a good. That's. Anyway, what else is on the news, Connor? Uh, well, in case you didn't get enough Fortnite, I got one more for more you. More Fortnite. What is this, Super Fortnite 64? Look, the we get hell? complaints that we never talk Fortnite. Yeah. So this is your only Fortnite episode We are of the paying year. it all back tonight. Look, I love Fortnite, but what is there to talk about? I don't know. I really hope this is the one that like Corby chooses to listen to, and this just <laughs> validates his idea I really that, hope not. that everything is about Fortnite. <laughs> just, I hope Ryan's listens to this, and he's just like, mm. oh. What's oh, this? Uh, Super Games it's cast. All Fortnite talk. 64. Mm. Oh, Trey's on here. Oh, hey. Let's check it out. Superfulous, uh, nebulous, and... Uh, the orange shirt kid's mom is suing uh, Epic Games. Now, re-rack, reset. Yeah, there are a lot of words that I just said in there. Who's orange kid? That's uh, orange shirt kid. Is this familiar uh, with Backpack Boy? Yes. He invented the floss. Yeah, he did. Or the he popularized the floss. He did the floss. The floss. Uh, orange shirt kid did a viral dance, <gasps> which was then translated into Fortnite. Okay. He was like in a contest. So they they brought that kid into the Epic Studio and they scanned him into their system and then they paid him for his his dance, right? Um, more or less. Okay. His mom is suing in a California court. She Epic. Hot? She hot. Uh, there is no picture. Her name is Rachel McCumbers. McCumbers. That's a porn name. Let me look <laughs> her up. Rachel McCumbers. Don't like, do that. C U M. In there? Yeah. Rachel Ooh, McCumbers, Austin. orange shirt kid. You love cumbers. I think you should start calling cucumbers that. McCumbers? Just call them cumbers. No, I just go cukes. Well, cukes. Do we have a Luca's mom situation going on here? No, I can't find any images no. of her. Anyway, she's arguing that Epic copied his dance moves named The Random and the catchphrase, it's also a great exercise move, but did not credit him or seek his consent to use, display, reproduce, sell, or create a derivative work based on his dance or likeness. So they're not looking for like, oh, you owe him money. They're no, just they saying, are. They want money. So they're not just looking for credit. This one, yeah, I have no idea. Can you copyright a dance? I don't. Is this something the kid has any legal recourse for? So I think you can copyright. Should we talk to our uh, legal counsel? Yes. You can, yeah, Heather probably. Actually, that'd be great for Heather to talk about. Uh, you can copyright. For what I believe, I'm not a lawyer or a doctor or a scientist. But he plays one on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, you can copyright like a um, sort of a, a dance or a choreography, but you can't copyright a move. Okay. Okay. So the other weird thing about this situation, which makes it kind of bad from Epic's view, is that the dance move that he originally did, he made up and submitted to their, yeah. their oh. contest looking for dances to put in the game. That's fucked up. And he did not win. And they put it in anyway? Yes. Well, there was a, a big push to get it in. Like, there was like a, uh, what do you call it? The um, cause or one of those like, like a petition? petitions online, change.org. That's what I mean. The yeah. contest itself came with a specific set of rules for entry, including granting Epic the use of the dance submitted. Oh, well then... The complaint, however, makes no mention of the contest, but it does specify 
that he filed a copyright application for the dance on January 10th, 2019, one day before the suit was filed. So, what's probably going to happen is he's going to lose. And by he, I mean his mom. Sounds like it. It's Yeah, it seems like they're... But to get it some is money. kind of messed up. Yeah, that I mean, they should have win. They should have nothing for him. it. I, I think though, like there was a big push. It wasn't just like he lost the contest and they took it. There was like a big push to get it in there from like people who like the dance or whatever. So like there was like a movement behind it, you know. And a lot of this, I think, is parent driven. I think it's the kids like oh, as with backpack kid. as everything else is. That's it's like terrible with our world. You remember, I think the backpack kid has said like, "Oh, I just want to see. It's cool that it's in the game." And then the parents are like, "Shut up! We're getting money for this." And then they want money for it. And you know what? I mean, they probably should get money for it. You know, it's probably it's effed up that they're not giving them a little bit of cash. Austin's trying to do a little. Uh, Austin's flossing. Hold on, I need to get. He's flossing. Get a, we'll put this on the. Uh, no, look, Instagram. not everything is. We'll put this on the Instagram. Not everything is for you to just put. Everywhere, we need a social Trey. presence, Connor. Austin. I right, do a little floss for me. I'd honestly rather. Can Trey do the? Uh, Austin's trying to floss. I'd rather Trey do the random dance. I don't know how to. Do, Austin, can you do the random dance? All right, that's it. Hey Trey, at the end of this podcast, will you do the random dance? No. Okay, you know what? I'm going to do this. Here's what I'm going to say. Uh, I need at least five of the people listening. This never happens, but I need five of you. Please say to Trey that he needs to do the random dance, and Trey will do it. I need five listeners. I'm listening. I'm I'm thinking of you, Krista Fields. Look at you, C. Breezy, a.k.a. the PC guy. <laughs> I need... Uh, now, nah, Crispy Ham doesn't listen. No, Stop. He does. Oh, okay. Yes. Crispy ham. Yeah, Maybe Connor wants me to stop flossing. <laughs> I do. I need you to name two other people so we can get them to... Listeners? Yeah. Snowman Gaming and Perry Dax. Snowman doesn't listen. Perry listens sometimes. Here's what I need. KJ... I need, Shout out to Perry, by the way. I need KJ... Send me a nice note. I need KJ to whip Trey into shape and yeah. get him to do the random dance. I've been trying to whip Trey into shape for two years now. Well, I'm Matt fired. Birmingham, breaking news, Matt Birmingham just submitted his... So, Uh-oh. that's one. We Let's need, see that. We need four more. No, he just said that you need to do the dance. Oh. That's one. We need four more and Trey will do the random dance. All right. We anyway. Got, we got one more. I don't know if we have time for that one. But we got one more story and we're going to hit the I high don't know notes. If we have, we're going to hit the I high notes. You know what? Honestly, I would rather not because that is a very small part of a bigger lawsuit. It's funny, but I think we need to kind of cover. Save it for next week. We'll yeah, cover we'll it, cover it next full. week. All right, we'll carry. I over. think there's a lot more nuance to it than just that. That's one of Trey's classic patented carryovers. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to leave you with one part of this story. Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna say. There's not a lot. It's not even ruining anything. Uh, the guy in question, who was in trouble, uh, he shared his side of the story on the only place you can. A magic podcast. <laughs> Not Magic the Gathering, mind you. Like a Mike Soroy magic? Like a yeah, Mike, Mike Soroy, Soroy magic. magic podcast. <laughs> yes. That's all I'm saying. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I can't wait. That's called a tease. That right is a there. tease, that is a dear tease. listener. And uh, we'll go over it next week. Okay. Trey, I got to go over the games that are coming out this week, though. All right. Because it's important. It's important for what goes on here. Uh, Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes, comes to the Switch on January 18th. Uh, I've always been interested in the uh, No More Heroes stuff, and uh, so maybe I'll pick this up. Oh, by the way, we forgot to mention the Mortal Kombat stuff. The trailer came out. Oh, we'll tease it for next week. Just watch it. Tease it for next week. Watch the trailer. It's real gory. 
It's even more gory. And Ronda Rousey is playing a character. Whoa. Oh. So that's fun. She's voicing a character. She's Scorpion? No. She's Sub-Zero? Sonya? Sonya. I think she's voicing Sonya. Ivy. No. Not Ivy. And also Ivy's in Soul Cal. I know. Um, oh, I know. Trey, your favorite Doodle God evolution is coming to Switch. <laughs> Wait, is I it really? old Doodle God back yeah. in the day? Yeah, I was all about that yeah. Doodle God back in uh, Life is Strange college. 2, Episode 2, Rules. All right. It's coming to PC. All right. And there's two big ones coming out next week, boys. Okay. Resident Evil 2 Ooh. and Resident Evil 2 Deluxe Edition come to Xbox One and PS4 on January People 25th. People are hyped for that. And also on January 25th, Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. Dude, those are two big ones. It's a huge well, game. If you are a fan of Kingdom Hearts, hey, the Kingdom Hearts I've series, got, and are, playing, are I've, you playing it? No, but I've got our... Okay. I, I've got our... I want to uh, get someone on. I've got him. We need to get someone on. I've got him. It's Who my, is it? It's my brother-in-law. Oh, your brother-in-law. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say your brother, but your brother-in-law. It's my brother-in-law. He right. has, he loves all of the games and the lore and can talk all right, for great. a lot about Let's it. Let's get him on. That's cool. a tease. That's a tease. Yeah. Well, we'll get him on before and after. How about that? We should probably get him on after so he can give his thoughts. Well, yeah, yeah. But maybe before, too, so we could set it up. He also lives in Dallas, so Ooh. it's a, he lives like five minutes from okay. the station. Oh. Right. So. Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 3. Doodle God is only five bucks. So I'm Trey. Very Have fun. Trey. Have fun. Trey's not going to get it. Nope. No, he's only playing black, only Backlog. Blacklog. And Zelda. Blacklog. What games would you play if you were playing your Blacklog? Uh, I don't know because I mean, it, honestly, a lot of the games are uh, Resident Evil Two. I don't think you uh, heard Connor. What? You said your black log. Oh, probably um San Andreas. Oh, oh, oh my god! Uh, you haven't played San Andreas? <laughs> probably Watch Dogs Two. Does Watch Dogs Two star an African yeah, American? It guy? does. It does. Uh, Mafia Three. Mafia Three. Yes, I played a little bit of Mafia though. Three. Yeah. A little bit of it. Not all of it. Uh, I would play. You play Overwatch, but only as Doomfist. Right, I could or play. Uh, I could play one third of uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Is that a three fifths joke? No, because there's a um, a black character, uh, Franklin. Franklin, yeah. The turtle. Yeah, I was gonna ask yeah, the, the turtle. turtle. What other games have African American? You know what? Next week, that's our, a tease. That's yeah, a tease best, for next we, week. We need that for for Black History. Month. Best black characters. Okay, th- there we go. There's our first February segment. Yes. Do I need to write all this down? Yes. yes. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna note it right now. Trey, you got to pull up the Heather, uh, uh, Black History Month, and your brother. Let's uh let's highlight some black developers too or publishers. Okay. Um, cut that back a little bit. What? Okay, I'm Trey kidding. wants to not. <laughs> Trey wants to not be inclusive. Yeah, that's fine. Let's not highlight any black people in the industry. No, that would be a good. We idea. have KJ on. Why KJ? Because KJ is an African American gentleman. Yeah, right. Trey. Yeah, you know, Trey's questioning our why we'd want to have a black man on the show. He also, I've I'm never kidding. met the dude, but he seems really cool. He is He's really like, cool. and when I've listened ever. to your podcast with him last time, he seemed really fun. So. He, I would love he always wears him. a Power Rangers t-shirt. He does. I know he hates me, well, that's but that's his fine. podcast shirt. I know. He told, he told you guys to fire me. <laughs> we should fire you. Do we have Twitter questions? I told you to start it while I'm writing down these notes. All right. Well, Matt Birmingham asks, why haven't you done it? I don't know what he means by he's that. Probably he's probably talking about your backlog. About, no, he's probably talking about why you've not played Fallout New Vegas. He's going to come in here and give us a dumb little thumbs up. Yeah, because yeah, you need to play <laughs> Fallout New Vegas, Trey. I have. Okay. Uh, your buddy George Olgeen asks, got any anticipated games of 2019? We do. Listen to last week's podcast. Yes, yeah. last Don't week's elaborate. Podcast. He asks in that question for a yes or no answer. Yes. Yes. 
Uh, this guy named Spencer Hell, Coach Chuck, asks, what's the longest time you've spent holding a poo because you didn't want to stop playing a game? <laughs> I mean, there's probably been some Overwatch matches that I couldn't leave. Yeah. Um, Guys, I had to run out of a boardroom meeting today. Really? Yeah. Ooh. From the Halal guys, bro. Oh, yeah. I tried true. their real hot hot sauce. Oof. Cause I never had, I've never had the halal guys before. That was my first yeah. time. And their hot hot sauce, it's hot. Doesn't really provide any flavor. It's, it's just, just pain. spice. <laughs> it's hot. Uh, Spencer with the switch. Now that's less of a problem. Yeah, just, Spencer, you can shoot. You, you can. Uh, well, it was never really a problem because you could always go take your phone to the bathroom and drop gems. That's true. While you're dropping gems. Yeah, I really enjoyed the switch. Poop gaming revolution yeah. that's come with it because I always that's something I always wanted to do, and uh, I was super jealous of my friend Dean, who his <laughs> is bathroom. This porn Dean? Yes, this is porn Dean. Okay, his bathroom James was Dean, attached to his room and aligned perfectly with his TV, so he could a still watch TV while he shat, and he could play games. Speaking of aligned TVs, our guest bathroom is aligned perfectly with our television in Hell our. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> In our living room, so I definitely had to go to the bathroom and also watch the Cowboys game <laughs> while I'm doing so. And then the uh, the advent of the wireless controller, like ten years go. ago. There you go. That helped the poop game revolution as well. But I Got still poop couldn't all over your controller. But let's not let's not forget the the uh, the revolutionary the uh, the person taking the torch to begin with for poop gaming. That would be Conquer and Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Yes, <laughs> Conquer's getting a remake. Trey, are you gonna play that? It's not getting a remake. It's getting a remaster. No, it's not. I think they canceled that, didn't they? Uh, I mean, I saw they already an, did. They already. I saw an image within the, the last uh, week. Well, it's probably a fake image. Oh, whoa! Adam yeah. Fullertron, the Fullerton asks, uh, "Can you make up some video game porn titles?" I'll start Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's our buddy Adam. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, what you got, Trey? Oh man, you're putting me on the spot. Yeah, um, of course I am. <laughs> Mass erect. <laughs> okay. Too easy. That was good though. Yeah. Awesome. What you got? Um. <clears throat> is your podcast the one where I heard uh, a house with a cock in its balls? Yeah, that was okay. <laughs> good. I just want to make sure that was here. Yeah. Weren't we talking about? Because that? that's made me laugh several times. I th- hmm. I think that's stolen. No. I think it's probably stolen too. It's too good to not be. It's not oh. stolen. Have we not covered Jack Black's gaming YouTube channel? No, we'll talk, we haven't. That's, okay, well, that's we'll push, we'll tease, push, tease we'll next push week. that down the What's road. The, I've not seen that. You've not seen that? No. <laughs> He's got like five videos so far. None of them are gaming yet. They're all preparing for the channel. <laughs> um, it's they're good, and he has like three million subscribers already. It's it's great. We'll talk about it next all week. Right. Uh, uh, porn titles. Um, S- Sonic Adventure Two. A butthole. Yeah. Duh. Okay. There we go. Yeah. It was easy. Um, Fuck night. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is that funny? No, it's not. No, it's not. No, that's really. a Mike Soroy joke. Uh, God of Horror. Okay. Horizon Zero. Dong. 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 Um. Super Smash Bros. You don't even have to change yeah. anything. In- incest gay porn. Horizon Zero. Dong is a lesbian porn. Metal Gear Sodomy. Whoa. Well, Metal Gear Solid already just sounds like yeah, one. It does yeah, sound one like of them's name is Liquid Snake. <laughs> yeah, that's a solid, solid snake. There's actually a funny Mega 64 video where is it the he's trying to explain like is it Metal Gear Solid? No, it's oh. uh no, I'm sorry, Metal Gear Metal Gear Jossum. There, there's a funny uh, Metal Gear one where the guy thinks everything's a dick and it's like no, it's no, it's not a dick at all. No, it's, what do you mean that's a d-? yeah, it's funny. It's a funny one. Go check that out, Mega 64. 
uh, more questions. Uh, let me skip you really quick because we had a question on my tweet that I okay. did that Trey did not retweet. Uh, Perry Dactyl asked, do y'all ever think uh, Sandy Cheeks was a good representation slash celebration of Texas and SpongeBob? And I want to throw that to Austin. You know what? I'm going to say, yeah, because at the end of the Texas episode, they all learned to celebrate Texas things. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though her accent isn't very authentic, um, I think it's a nice representation. And it's like the only real world reference yeah. in that show. Except for Santa Claus. Uh, that, well, uh, Connor, we have some bad news. No! Santa Claus. No! Yeah, he... Uh, Passed away. Yeah. <laughs> he got sick and passed away. He got away. sick and passed away. <laughs> he had AIDS. Yeah, we uh, we had two <sighs> sons, both named Santa Claus, and one of them actually passed away. It's just an ironic note, though. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think it's a, a great representation, I but good. I think it's fine. I think it's good because... She has a horrible accent, but she's the smartest character on the show. Yeah, you know? she is. So it shows that even people with bad accents can be very intelligent. Yes. Trey. And also, she's really good at karate. Mm-hmm. So, And she's probably the hottest character. Mrs. Huh? Puff. Yeah, Mrs. Puff, man. Okay. Come on. Okay. Come on, what You're are you right. talking about? Bob's mom. What about, what about uh, Plankton's wife, Karen? <laughs> very few female characters on that show. Pearl. Pearl. Okay, Pearl, yeah. Mr. Well, Krabs' she, mom. She's a teen. Mr. Krabs' mom. <laughs> Have you heard the theory that Krabby Patties are crab meat because there's no other crabs in the show? That's Mr. a good point. Mr. Krabs is the only crab besides his mom. Uh, so he's and his Larry, own race. The lo- Larry the Lobster is a lobster, obviously. Yes. But wow, what just you think they? Just no, all there look are alike? more crabs because remember when Mr. Krabs sheds his skin and he has to go to like a meeting. Aren't there multiple crabs? He has to go to his like so. Navy buddies. I'm pretty sure there are multiple mm. crabs in that. Because SpongeBob has to wear Mr. Krabs' skin. <laughs> I think you're confusing like three episodes. No, those are the same <laughs> episode. Because Mr. Krabs looks disgusting. He's like pink and puffy and looks like just gelatinous trash. I remember him doing that. Keep like, going. Okay. Well, that's the only <clears throat> that was the only question Perry uh, asked. Darcy. Our friend Darcy asks, uh, please explain this, and it's an article, and it says, I, female 25, caught my fiancé, male 25, watching adult Mario videos. I can't look at them the same way. I guess serious responses only, please. A few days ago, I, female, all right, I was <laughs> waiting for him to come to bed with me because it was uh, it was late at night, and I wanted to cuddle. So I went into the office to go get him. He had his headphones on and was watching and enjoying a video of Mario, Peach, and Bowser. I got scared, so I went back to bed and pretended I didn't see. But ever since, I haven't really been able to hug or maintain eye contact with him. We're both total weirdos and we're open about what we are into, but he's never mentioned this. And frankly, it's kind of weird. Do I ignore this or confront him? Edit. This is serious. Female (laughs) female 25, I think you should embrace it. And dress up like Bowsette. And he you know, can be your Bowser. You know what I was about to say? I bet this is Bowsette related. It might be. There's no way it's not. Because no one looks at Mario and is like, yes. <laughs> no one looks at Bowser and is like, yes. Uh, some people might be. Yeah, I think I think there's some people into Bowser. Bowser. But you're right. No one's into Mario. No one thinks like, 
It's a me, Mario. Like more like, people are, are into Luigi than Mario. Yeah, I bet. probably. I don't even know if he has. We, we know he has nipples. That's now. true. It's canon. It is canon. Yeah, nipples are. So canon. I think yeah, embrace it. Just dress up. You certainly need to talk about it. Yes, talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you have to. And we'll we'll keep everything anonymous. Don't yeah. Worry. Thanks to Darcy Armstrong Thanks, Darcy. for that question, by the way. Yes. Thank What's her you. Twitter handle where people can find her? Uh, her address at, is at Darcy Lou. All right, perfect. L O U. It's D A R C Y. Uh, talk about subs asked, What if you knew the world was going to end before the sequel to your favorite game or sequel was going to come out? You know this knowledge about the world ending at a specific time exclusively. But the question is just what if? I guess so. Um, I I would <clears throat> like what? I, maybe maybe what would you? Uh, it's what hard. knowledge would you want? Look, of try again next week. Reframe your question and resubmit. We're it. open. Sorry, to Darian. We're o- <laughs> Is that Darian? Yeah, Darian. Oh. We are open to answering your question. <laughs> we'll call you later. Yeah, I don't understand. We got a whole bunch from Chris the Fields. Uncle Kristoff. Oh, he changed. Oh, you got these now? Yeah, I'll just I'll I'll take over. All right. Hey, Super Games Cast sixty four. What's the most wholesome video game you've ever played? Katamari Damacy. Wholesome. Katamari Damacy. Yeah, that's a wholesome one. Uh, I think the new Spyro is pretty wholesome. <sighs> Yoshi's story. Yeah, Yoshi's story is Pikmin? pretty wholesome. Pikmin's wholesome. I don't know. You, Animal those, Crossing. Oh, actually, no. Pikmin is not wholesome. No, no, Animal no, Crossing. Yeah. Yes, Animal, Animal Crossing, Crossing is very yeah. wholesome. I mean, besides the debt. Right. Yeah. The capitalism. The greed. Yes. The interspecies relationship. Trey, how was it in the eighties when greed was good? It was great. <laughs> okay. I was I was in the eighties for two years. Coke, I like Coke brought him down. Yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine that Trey sort of had his hair slicked back like Gordon Gecko. <laughs> how could Trey slick his hair back? He has curl hair. Curl hair. <laughs> you can't slick that. Not to be confused with girl hair. Yeah. Curl hair. <laughs> You got curl hair too. Mine's more wavy. Yeah, it gets gets kind of crazy though when you grow it out. Yeah, I think you should grow it out. Trey, can you yeah, can, can you get a anymore. big Jackie Moon puff? Well, it's kind of thinning now, so. Well, then you better hurry and grow it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. That's your Halloween costume, Jackie Moon. Anyway, not Jonah Hill. Hey, Super Gamescast sixty three. Who would make the best apple pie, but wouldn't allow you to eat any of it? Austin. Actually, Austin has made an apple pie and wouldn't let me eat any of it. So, yeah, Wait, it is it, Austin. When did I not let you eat uh, any of it? This was like last like uh, November time, and you uh, you made like an apple homemade apple pie. Yeah, it was for a party. And I'm like, hey, can I get some? No, you wouldn't it let me eat it. for so, a party yeah, Austin you were not Austin. invited to. No, stop. You're done. It's Austin. I'm going to say tree trunks. It's Austin. Austin would do that. No. Tree trunks is my answer. She would definitely. Sh- That's a, You know what? That's a good point. Who's tree trunks? Don't. <laughs> should watch Adventure Time. Yeah. Oh. My sister got me Adventure Time socks for Christmas. Oh. Well. And they're BMO, Princess Bubblegum, Princess... Uh, uh, Marceline? No, the Blob Princess. For some reason... Slime Princess? Yeah. No, the Blob... Uh, Lumpy Space Princess. Oh, okay. And then uh, Finn. And the Finn ones have little... Uh, A little backpack? No, they have the little Finn uh, ears that go up on <laughs> either side. That's cool. Uh, hey, Super Games Cast 62... What's a video game soundtrack you'd recommend to someone that isn't the common answer like Zelda, Mega Man, Chrono Trigger, etc.? Skyrim. Um, yeah, Skyrim's good. Uh, that's common. I would say uh, Hotline Miami. Uh, of course, Donkey Kong. Undertale, for sure. Yeah. Um, 
for me, this is a normal one, but I always recommend either of the Sonic Adventure soundtracks. Mm, I know you, you know do. Mario Sunshine has a really good soundtrack. It does too. have a good mm-hmm. soundtrack. Mario Odyssey has a good soundtrack. Yeah, it's true. It's got a real singing song. It in does. There. Um, Castlevania has a really good soundtrack as well. Pretty much any of them you could pick, but I'm gonna say Symphony of the Night specifically mm-hmm. has a fantastic soundtrack. Okay. Um, if you want to go real old, Snake <laughs> Rattle and Roll has a fun soundtrack. I would say any of the Grand Theft Auto games. Pong. 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 Hey, Super Games Cast 61. What's the best flavor of milk? Chalky. Chalky. Yeah, chocolate, I guess. Chalky milk. You know there's banana milk. You know people drink banana milk. I don't like milk. I love milk. I love milk. Milk. I don't don't drink milk. I have a nice cool glass of milk with dinner. Dude, I love milk. Scenario. You've been mysteriously transported. Who is this? Who's are you, are you serious, Trey? Well, just say the name. Who is this? Who is this? At Chris the Fields asks. Oh, okay. <laughs> You've been mysterious. This isn't a question, though. You've been mysteriously transported 11 months into the future. It's time for your game of the year discussion. What are you claiming is your game of the year? You must say a truth. You, I'm sorry. You must say an truthful sounding answer, even if you doubt or don't believe it. All right, good. We got another classic Chris the Fields conundrum game which i Trey, like. your game of the year so okay since you've so only played is, backlog games what this are you is so like this will be like okay predict what will be game of the year yeah predict. give me your game of the year right now does it have to be something we know is coming out just guess uh last of us part two interesting i'm gonna say death stranding <laughs> <laughs> lol that game's not coming out ever it's coming out next year probably. um Elder Scrolls 6. I don't know if Last of Us is coming out this year, but I would... You know what? If it is... I'm going to say Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Man, that's... I don't know. If it's really good, it will come back up at the end of the year. Yeah. I don't think it will be. Ouch. I don't know. Yeah, I don't... I actually don't have any... I don't have any... I'm trying to think of what's coming out this year. You know what? Um, What's a Sekua? Oh, my God. uh, B-Simulator. Yes. Uh, Shadows Die Twice. That one, I could see that being. Is like Ghosts of Sushi Rolls coming out this That's year? That's not coming out this year. Sushi Strikers is coming out? How is it horribly racist? It is. The game is called Ghosts of Shishima. Shishima. And it sounds like Shishimi, which it is does. a type of sushi. Or sushi is a type of Shishimi. Uh, no, Shishimi is a type of cut of the fish, I believe, that goes into the sushi. Sashimi is just raw fish and rice, and I think sushi has other things and can be cooked. Sounds good. Follow-up question, what's the likelihood you could... What's the likelihood the game you said could actually be game of the year for 2019? Uh, For Last of Us, I think pretty good. I think yeah, that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. It has to come out. Yeah, it has to come uh, out this year. Kingdom Hearts would have to be really good. Metroid 4? Metroid Prime I don't think 4? So. It's not coming out. You don't think it's coming out? No. No. I bet we get some gameplay, but I don't... I If it comes out, it's going to be like Smash Bros. very end of the year. Hmm. That would be my guess. We, I don't see a lot of games other besides like Mario Zelda games being game of the year stuff. There's no Zelda game coming out. I know. This year. There's no Mario game coming out. I know. It's probably gonna be Yoshi's Crafted World. Yeah. yeah. Game of the year. Or Kirby's Epic Yarn port on Switch. I could see that Shadows Die Twice being what is game that? of the year. That's that um by From Software. It's a samurai game. Which, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Anthem. Okay. You know I, what? Actually, hold on. I take that back. If the that game that looks like Fallout 
Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Oh, what is that game called? I'm changing my answer. Halo Infinite. Game of the year. Don't point at me. Mark my words. Sorry, I'm looking it up really quick uh, because I talked about it with Matt the other day. Matty B. Matthew Birmingham's? Matt Birmingham. And I can't remember what it's called. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, though? I know what they you're announced about. it, and it looks it's like. It's from Obsidian. Yes, yes, it is. It's an Obsidian game. Uh, if that comes out, I could see that doing really well, actually. Yeah. It depends on. I bet you Game of the Year is going to be some like indie game we don't even know about right now. Probably. Or something that's released, revealed at like E3 or something. I mean, yeah. who's going to be revealing it at uh, Microsoft? Nintendo. The Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. I would like to see Outer Worlds in contention. Sure. We'll see. Yeah, it's probably not, but that'd I'm, be I'm interested to watch uh, or listen to the Giant Bomb Game of the Year stuff without playing anything this year. Hey, Super Games Cast 64, when are those cowards at Sony finally going to make a NAC VR? I don't know. We we need NAC VR. Uh, NAC as, to the future VR. As soon as they make a uh, Spyro the Dragon VR game. That would be hell. Uh, would you prefer it to be your favorite uh Crash Bandicoot? <laughs> That's my favorite Crash. That's my favorite. Uh, we need everything Knack. Bring Knack back. That's my favorite Dave Matthews band song. Knack? Knack to the future? No, Crash. All right. That is all the questions we have for this week. Thank okay. you. Thank you for joining us on yet another adventure on the Super Games Highway. This has been Super Games Cast 64. Oh, are you doing the outro now? Oh, I was going to. Oh, go ahead. Now it's your show. I guess. Oh wow. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you're. No, go ahead. Yeah, you're a big jerk. No, just go ahead. You're a big jerk. No, you're a big jerk. Well, don't you think if they've been listening, they would know me, and they would know that I'm joking. Well, then you know you're a big jerk. That's who people understand this. Right <laughs> I now. know. All right. Well, Austin, where can they find you in the world? At Helen Smeller. Perfect. And also, you can find him on Reddit making cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you can find him on Reddit talking shit about people about Corby's. Hardline music talk. Yeah. yeah. Trey, where can they find you? <laughs> find me at Cray Trey Vids, Connor. On Twitter. On Twit. Nice. And uh, Twitch, too. I think I'm Cray Trey 13 on Twitch. Sweet. And YouTubes. And, and if you are fine. in the, the local Dallas area, you can go see Trey at the Ticket Stock oh, oh, panel oh. where he's going to be on one of those panels. You can ask him any of your questions, any of your games questions. You yeah. can ask him in person. And on Wednesday, I got a sh King of the Mountain at Dallas Comedy House at 9.30. Come yeah. and vote. That's right. Go support Trey and his endeavors as an improv aficionado. Probably the best, I would say, in this room. Aficionado. And you can find me at CD Risenhoover on Twitter. I am uh, trying to tweet a little bit more, trying to do a little bit more games-focused stuff. Trying to tweet a little bit more? Yeah. Uh, make sure you go like and retweet my picture of uh, St. Trey giving you his blessings. And blessed blessings. Um, and that's all uh, we've got for tonight. Well, that is Super Films Cast 64. Super Games Cast 64, Trey. Oh, it was? Well, forget it then. I don't okay. know. I don't know what podcast it is anymore. Okay. Thank you. Peace. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. I had a dream that I was floating to your house In the summertime I had a dream that I was 300 feet In the summertime These visions
emotions, I can change them Sort and rearrange them A world of understanding Which you have never seen before I had a dream that I was floating to your house In the summertime I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall In the summertime How could I make you understand We are radiant beams of light Shining bright even when we are small In the fall mm, This is where it picks up the snare coming in it gets you hyped. People know the chorus by this point, so they can sing with you and you go. I had a dream that I was floating to your house in the summertime. I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall. When? When was it? Tell me. In the summertime. These visions, I can change them. Sort and rearrange them A world of understanding Which you have never seen before I had a dream that I was floating to your house In the summertime I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall In the summertime 